0: Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. A New Beginning Masterpiece Part 3 by Baines Chapter 07 I spent the next few days fucking Sarah repeatedly, taping it, and then making Steve watch the videos with me. He paid me ever more obscene amounts for each recording, until he sent me a full $1 billion for a POV video of Amanda sucking me off. We went through it, frame by frame, while I narrated it and gave Steve. Tips. See here, how she is taking the whole thing now. No more complaining before taking it into her throat? Steve nodded. When you get good with her, that's the end point you want to get to. Sarah on her knees for you, asking you to please let her suck your cock, then jamming the whole thing into her throat in one go. I sighed and smiled. It's really something special. Your wife is a special woman. Steve, you're a lucky man. I clapped him on the shoulder and pretended I couldn't see his eyes were tearing up. I paused the screen leaving the image of his wife Sarah looking up at the camera proudly as she took my cock to the root. All right, I gotta take off for now. See you at dinner. I walked out of his home movie theater and through the halls of his mansion. I almost felt bad I could tell he was really getting his heart broken. Oh well. Should have thought of that before, Steve, I thought. Once you steal my girl and my life's work, selling my invention for ten billion dollars, You give up the right to complain too much. I walked out into the hot, bright sun. Steve and Sarah had their own private island in the Caribbean, and it was just the three of us here. When I reached the guesthouse, I checked my messages. I had a couple from Dana. She was missing me, and thinking of her, I realized I was missing her as well. She had sent along another couple of boudoir pics—not quite nudes, but their close cousins. Thinking of you the first one was captioned. She was facing the camera, lying on the bed, her smiling face framed by her blonde locks. The enticing curves of her ass were out of focus in the background. The next one was significantly sexier. It was a selfie on her back in bed. Her large breasts were bare. Her eyes were rolled back in her head and tongue, dripping, hung out of her mouth. Her moist, be-stung lips screamed sex. The caption was a continuation from the first one. In my throat. Jesus fuck you're so sexy. I wrote back. I miss you too. I'm almost done here I'll be home soon. Then I brought up the Master PC program. I checked first on Dana. She had just read my text and her settings were spiking. Her jealousy, affection and arousal settings were all jumping as I watched. My phone buzzed again. Another pair of captioned photos from Dana. The first one, again, was a little reserved. She was wearing a form-fitting dress that was riding up her toned thighs. Her legs were crossed, and she was sitting on the edge of a fountain. I could see several guys in the background, checking her out I couldn't blame them. This one was captioned, thinking of going out. I eagerly flipped to the next one, and was not disappointed. And what we could do when we got home? read the caption. Dana was on her knees, looking at the camera in mock astonishment, one hand covering her mouth like she was shocked. The fancy-looking club dress from the first pick appeared to have been torn off her, leaving her breasts encased in a lacy, skimpy bra. Next to her was an ass. A truly exquisite, mouth-watering ass sculpted by years of exercise Madison's ass. She was naked, bent over at the waist. She had a hand on each cheek and was pulling them apart, making sure the camera could see both her holes and her pussy was dripping. Her face was visible in a mirror over Dana's head. Just then, Madison texted me. The two of them must be together right now, I thought. Madison's text was more to the point. If you don't get back from wherever you are and fuck Dana until she can't stand soon, she's going to go insane. She's climbing the walls. Then she sent a follow-up. If you need any help with that, you have my number, winky face. I looked back at Dana's profile. I checked her monogamy and relationship settings they were both still high, showing she was still dedicated to me and our relationship. I breathed a sigh of relief, exhaling a breath I hadn't realized I had been holding. I was glad she wasn't about to go looking elsewhere, and I didn't have to tinker with her anymore to stop her. I didn't like messing with her, I realized. I had chosen her by accident, almost just totally at random, but she had turned out to be basically perfect. The only thing I had done to her was before we first met, when I made her believe we had been dating for a while. But I hadn't enhanced her body, changed her sexual appetites. She was still her, and I liked that. I might just have to take you up on that. I messaged Madison. To Dana I wrote, I miss you so much. I'm wrapping things up. I'll be home as soon as I can. 3 inch. Okay, I thought. Time to put a bow on this thing with Sarah and Steve, finish the revenge, and get back. I brought up Steve's profile and upped his suggestibility to maximum, so anything I said would sound eminently reasonable. Then I had a better idea, I undid that change and instead upped his submissiveness. If I told him to jump off a bridge, He wouldn't think it was a good idea but he'd do it because I told him to. Then I went to Sarah's profile and upped her submissiveness as well. She had figured out that she could only come when I was touching her, and she was hornier than should have been humanly possible, so I hadn't had much trouble with her but I didn't want to have any issues at this stage. Checking the clock, I realized it was almost lunchtime, so I headed back up the hill to the mansion. I bumped into Sarah first. She was on her hands and knees, working in the garden, and I took a moment to admire her rear end before she noticed I was there. Hey, she said standing up. We got a present for you. It's inside. She pointed toward the front door, which was standing open. I could see a large package inside a gift-wrapped box, close to three feet on a side, with an enormous bow on top. I looked at her a little questioningly. Steve wanted to get you something, said you'd been doing him some big favors, something about movies. And I knew just the thing. She pulled off her gloves and dropped them on the ground near the freshly dug dirt. We walked in together, her arm around my waist. I know I said this is the last time, this morning, but what do you think about after lunch, you and I sneak away to Dash? Sarah cut herself off when she caught sight of her husband coming down the stairs. She still thought her cuckolding of him was a secret. What is this? I asked excitedly as the three of us stood around the large package. A small token of gratitude for coming out here and helping us out, Steve said. He had paid me one billion dollars for coming in his wife's mouth that morning and still thought I was the one doing him a favor. I grinned widely this really was too good. Open it, open it, cried Sarah. I pulled the lid off. And stood back in surprise. The enormous box had been a ruse. There was nothing large held within. It was a small set of car keys. Sarah bent over, taking the excuse to rub her ass against my crotch, and picked up the keys. Here, she said. It took me a moment to place it, but then I turned the keys over and saw the logo. They were the keys to the 1954 F Type, my dream car. I had told Sarah about it years ago when we were together. On a trip home from her parents, we had pulled over and she had gone down on me while I struggled to form a sentence, stammering to concentrate enough to describe the vehicle. I was actually touched for a moment. Thanks you too, I said. Steve shook my hand, then Sarah gave me a big hug. She pressed her whole body against mine I could feel her breasts rubbing my chest, and the heat emanating from her groin as she rubbed it against my hip. I shot Steve a conspiratorial wink over her shoulder. He blushed and squirmed, looking away from her lewd display. And we'll pay to have it shipped back to the mainland, of course. Come! On to lunch! Steve said, and began leading the way out onto the deck. Sarah and I sat down at the table as Steve began carrying out dishes for lunch. I've been working on this all day, he said with glee. I woke up at three to make the bread from scratch. As he turned his back and headed back into the house to get the next dish, Sarah dropped from her seat and slid under the billowing tablecloth. I felt her hands on my knees and looked down as she pushed her head up again, between my legs. I'm so horny, she stage-whispered with a grin. If I suck your cock again, will you make me come?" Last time? I asked. She nodded. I'm a married woman, she said earnestly. I couldn't help but toss my head back and laugh. She had fucked and sucked me at least a dozen times in the last several days, and she still thought it was just one more time and never going to happen again. Sure, Sarah, you can suck me off one last time. She eagerly reached both hands for my belt and zipper, her large wedding ring almost blinding me as it caught the light. You know, I began, as she dug for her prize. Maybe you should give me your wedding ring. Just so you don't do it any dishonor or anything, you know what I mean? She paused for a moment, but was spurred to action by the sound of Steve's footsteps coming back across the deck. Sarah nodded, yanked it off and handed it to me, and pushed the tablecloth over my waist to hide herself from view. I started smoking the meats here last night, Steve said excitedly as he set down a platter of several varieties of meat. Mmm, I moaned feeling Sarah's wet mouth close over the head of my dick. I know, they smell great, don't they? Steve called over his shoulder as he began heading for the house again. Sarah licked around the head of my shaft as she held it in her mouth, then descended another inch. Oh, that feels good, Sarah. She moaned at the encouragement and pulled back, slowly dragging her lips up my hardening cock. At the top, she briefly removed her mouth from my length to give a few licks across my head. Fuck, I love your dick, she said, then started to take my length in again. I played with her wedding ring in my hand, admiring the way the sun sparkled in its facets. I can't believe how easily you gave up your ring. I marveled. What a cheating, pregnant, cock-sucking slut. I scooted my seat back a few inches to give her more room to work, then leaned back to enjoy the scenery. A soft ocean breeze was blowing across the beach, and the water below the deck looked inviting. The sun was out but not too hot. This really was a great location for a private mansion on an island. Steve came running back with another tray of food he had spent all day preparing and placed it on the long deck table. If he had paused for half a moment he might have heard the soft, wet sounds of his wife sucking me under the table, but he was gone again in a moment. Sarah moaned in pleasure as her head bounced on my cock. She was taking me deeper— letting my head poke her bruised tonsils at the back of her mouth. If the tablecloth hadn't separated us, I was sure I would have been able to look down and see her looking up at me, making sure she was performing satisfactorily. I chuckled to myself, thinking of a stupid pun that had occurred to me. Satisfactorily? What's so funny? Steve asked, nearly making me jump. I had been so distracted by Sarah I hadn't noticed him returning with the last lunch offerings. Say, where's Sarah? Oh, she's around here, I said. Sarah had her hands on my belt at my hips and was using the leverage to pull herself deeper, the way she knew I liked. Her jaw was hanging open, filled with warm spit to make it feel more like a pussy as she fucked her lips up and down. I don't see her, said Steve. Sarah pressed her mouth against my cockhead, pushing her head down, trying to take my invader into her throat. She gagged with a wet. Glurk! I coughed to cover the noise. Oh, you know Sarah. She's probably down below, inspecting the poles, I said. I should go check on her, Steve said, heading down the stairs to the beach. With the two of us left alone, I tossed the tablecloth back and looked into Sarah's face. She glanced up at me. You remember when you thought this was degrading? I asked, setting my hands on her head gently. She nodded, and with another glurk, got through a gag reflex and pushed another inch of my throbbing cock into her throat. And now look at you. On your knees, gagging on my cock? You asked me for this. Asked for permission to do this to yourself. I goaded. You're pregnant with your husband's child and you gave me your ring and then started fucking your face on my cock. She pulled back, long strings of thick, wet throat spit-stretching between her lips and my shaft. I can't explain it. I just I feel like I can't come unless you're in me. And I'm so horny, so horny I can't think. So if this is what you want for that. She shrugged. I yawned. Yeah, I don't know. I think I want more, actually. Sarah looked at me incredulously. More? Me deep-throating you before you fuck me isn't enough? I thought about it. Yeah, no. Sorry. I want... Cut me a check for a billion dollars. She stared at me, her mouth a You can take it out of what you sold my life's work for. I said, my tone turning cold. After you and Steve stole it from me. She dropped her gaze. So you know. I'm sorry, I just didn't dash. Didn't think I knew about it? No, I dash. You know what, Sarah? I honestly don't really care about why you did it. Cut me a check for 10% of what you sold it for, and I'll be happy there, and then maybe I can make you come. She was still in disbelief. I'm not going to give you a check for half of that. I reached down and started pulling up my pants. Wait, well, okay, how about half of that? I pushed my hard dick into my underwear and reached for the zipper. You think I can't just come on my own? You think I'm that desperate? I don't know, Sarah, why don't you tell me? When was the last time you came and I wasn't involved? She thought for a moment, watching as I did my belt. I walked to the edge and called down to the beach, where Steve was still looking for Sarah, inspecting the poles of the dock and called out, She's up here, Steve! Okay, okay, I'll give you a billion dollars, she said. Just make me come, make me come again and again. I can't think I'm so horny. I nodded, and she scrambled for her purse, her chin still wet with spit and precum as Steve started back up the steps toward us. Oh, there you are, honey, he called as he arrived. Now we can finally eat lunch. Sarah ignored him as she scribbled out a check on the deck boards, still sitting directly in front of me half under the table. You know what, Steve? I think we're both a little tired, actually gonna take a reverse siesta, a little nap before lunch. I folded the check and tucked it into my pocket. His face fell, realizing we weren't going to eat the lunch he had spent so long preparing for us. Oh, uh, sure. Let me walk you into the bed, baby. He helped Sarah to her feet and started helping her toward the house, then paused. Sarah? Where's your wedding ring? She waved him off wordlessly and kept walking for the house. She gave it to me, Steve. I held up the glittering diamond ring. Wouldn't want it getting lost, eh? But why did she take it off? I put an arm over his shoulder and started walking back toward the house. Don't worry about it, pal. Listen, Dash. I gestured toward Sarah as she walked in front of us. Your Sarah has quite a figure, you know that? You're a lucky man, Steve. Yeah, she's so gorgeous. I love her so dash. Right, so I was thinking you wanted me to teach you to fuck like me, so you could fix things between you two, right? Well, I was thinking I've had her throat. She's thrown her pussy at me. There's really only one thing left. He looked at me and shook his head. No way. She said she'd never do that. Ever. Want to bet? He laughed. I mean, it hardly seems fair I don't want to be rude, but I think I'm a bit better off than you, so dash. So give me some odds. How about like five to one or something? Sarah was still a ways ahead of us, her hips swaying with every step. She dropped the towel she had wrapped around her waist as she approached the house, giving us both a view of her rounded-ass cheeks, covered only by a small bikini. He laughed again. Tell you what, let's make it eight to one. How much do you want to lose? I gave him a shit-eating grin and pulled out the check Sarah had just given me. A billion dollars. Wait, now, that's too much I didn't think you dash. Don't worry about it, Steve. I can afford to lose this. This is spending money, not rent money. Okay, but I can't match that. That would be almost everything we have. And this is almost everything I have. Come on, it'll be exciting and just think, she always told you no. So there's no chance I have, right? It's free money. I broke him. All right, you're on. A billion dollars at eight to one that you can't get Sarah to let you dash that I will fuck Sarah's ass. Deal. I grabbed his limp hand and shook. By now we were at the house, and he started following Sarah up the stairs toward the master bedroom. He was a little surprised as I followed him, but too timid to say anything. Sarah was waiting at the bedroom door, also a little confused to see both of us there. I confidently stepped forward, put my hands on her hips, and pulled her into a deep kiss. When we broke, she smiled and started walking into the enormous bedroom, pulling me in by my hand. Come on, let's take a nap. Oh yeah, Sarah, I'm gonna take a nap with you, all right. Two or three times, I think. Only three? She giggled, reached behind her back and untied the bottom of her bikini top. It stayed mostly in place, covering her curves, but her mouth-watering breasts swung free. I stopped and put a hand on Steve's chest. Hey, uh, the bed doesn't really look big enough for three people to sleep on, man. We looked at the bed, set against the wall of their cavernous master bedroom it had to be close to twenty feet wide. Five people could have easily slept there all night and never touched each other. Steve spoke up and started giving me directions toward a guest room, but I interrupted him. Yeah, that's great man, go have a good time and we'll see you in a bit after our nap. Sarah giggled and tossed her top at me. She was standing on the edge of the bed, waiting. I took a couple of quick steps toward her, picked her up by her ass, and collapsed on top of her on the bed. She let out a mock shriek and wrapped her legs around my waist. Steve turned away dejectedly and slowly started exiting, leaving Sarah and I in his bed. I kissed one of Sarah's breasts, then reached between us and roughly stroked her pussy lips with my hand, making her moan loudly. Oh, and Steve? He had just reached the edge of his bedroom. He looked back hopefully, eager for some good news. Shut the door, would you? In the afterglow, Sarah and I had some pillow talk. I was explaining to her that her husband had known about us since day one. So anyway, that's why he didn't seem surprised when I kissed you in the doorway. I was wondering why he didn't try to throw hands or something. What do you think Steve would do in a crisis? I asked. She laughed. Maybe piss himself? You don't think he'd be a big hero, jump into action, and save the day? Sarah laughed harder. I'm honestly surprised he didn't try to punch you. Well, I guess not I think you have him pretty broken. You don't think he'd come to rescue you if you were in danger? She thought for a moment. I don't know, maybe? Not if you were the one threatening me, though. You have him totally whipped, it sounds like. I think you're selling our boy Steve short. I bet he'd come rescue you, even if I was the danger. I said, baiting the hook. Sarah looked at me. Let's bet on it. We can stage something that looks dangerous and like you're hurting me, and see if he comes running or not. I smiled. What do you want to bet? I want my fucking billion back, she snapped. I can't believe I paid you for the privilege of blowing you. It's humiliating. That's a big bet. Tell you what I'll put it up against this place. She cocked her eyebrows, and I continued. The house, the island, the yacht, the private jet, that's gotta be a lot, all told probably less than a billion though she said thoughtfully then it's a good bet for you i'm giving you odds i said kissing down her neck she moaned softly okay deal my check back against all our property here we can always go by a different island i'm betting that steve will come rescue you if you're in trouble yeah it's a bet the final pieces were in place i just had a little left to do and I'd finally have my revenge. Later that evening, as Steve was setting the table for dinner, I pulled him away and walked him up to the master bedroom. What's up? he asked. His stomach gurgled loudly and I looked at him in mock horror. I'm really, really hungry, since we ended up not eating lunch, he said sheepishly. I was thinking, Steve, you've been watching a lot of videos me fucking your wife to learn to be better in bed, right? Well, I had an idea. What if you could watch it live? His eyes lit up. He was excited by the idea, but also trying not to seem too eager. That's... That's an idea, I guess. Yeah, yeah, why don't you go ahead and get in here? I gestured to a large, painted paper screen that sat near the edge of the enormous bedroom, near the doors to the bathroom. It folded up like a fan, and was meant to be set up as a privacy screen. Small cracks were visible between each panel. You could peek out through the crack and watch it happen for real. Could be some good lessons for you. He glanced back and forth between the paper screen and the bed. The bedroom was so large, it was close to twenty feet away. Think we could move it any closer? He asked. I'm not sure I could see very well from there. I smiled at him. That would probably tip Sarah off, don't you think? If it was moved? He nodded and started turning back toward the open door behind us. I guess you're right. Anything else before dinner? I'm starving. I put my hand on his chest to stop him. You should probably go ahead and wait here, now, don't you think? Otherwise Sarah might see you coming in. His stomach rumbled loudly again, and he looked at me with a pained expression. Just think you could finally watch while I make your wife come, live. Aren't you curious what she looks like when she has an orgasm? I've seen what she dash, yeah, in the videos I made for you, sure. But I'm talking about the real thing. Don't you think that would be full of some good lessons for you, so you can try to repair your marriage? He winced and hung his head. I pointed toward the screen, and he began walking his way across the room. Oh, and stay put unless I call for you, okay? I don't want any interruptions while I'm giving Sarah what she needs. Steve nodded and disappeared behind the screen. I didn't hear you, Steve! I called out loudly. I said, stay here unless I call you. I don't want Sarah and I to be disturbed when I'm pounding her, okay? Okay. Steve's quiet voice came back to me. Say it, Steve, say you won't leave behind the screen here, no matter what happens, unless I call you over. Say you won't interrupt as I'm making Sarah come. I'll stay here, I promise! I won't interrupt you and my wife unless you asked me to, he said. Great. Stay here, we'll be back in a while. I called out as I headed back downstairs to dinner with his wife. Sarah was waiting for me at the dinner table when I got back down. It was an extravagant spread, set for three places. Sarah and I had usually sat on either side of Steve, but tonight I sat in his seat at the head of the table. Sarah's eyes flashed, but I spoke before she could say anything. I think I'm going to head out soon. I told her as we enjoyed Steve's meticulously prepared dinner. I should probably be getting back to my real life. She looked at me with panic in her eyes. Where is this coming from? I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of feeling bored, you know? Us fucking three times a day behind Steve's back is getting boring? She was insulted, but I pretended not to notice. Yeah, like it's always the same, you know? We do some oral, I have to help you get me into your throat, and then we fuck. I guess I'm just ready for something new. Sarah gripped the table, panicking at the thought of me leaving. I can't remember the last orgasm I had that wasn't from you, or thinking about you. She said. Yeah, well, someday Steve will figure it out. You want something new? I could see if I have some, like outfits. Or well, we could do some role play if you wanted anything you want. Sarah begged. I shook my head. I don't think that's really gonna do it for me. I'm just going to head out after dinner, I think. Sarah reached across the table and grasped my hand, desperate. Wait. There must be something. Well, I guess there is one thing we haven't done. I locked eyes with her suggestively. She looked at me confusedly for a moment, then shook her head. No, not that. Never. I shrugged. Sure, no worries. Could you let your pilot know I'm coming? Sarah leaned across the table towards me, the food forgotten. She had her seductive face on as she placed both her hands on my chest and looked up at me through her eyelashes. Are you sure you don't want to wait a minute? Just for a little while? She licked her lips suggestively. I remained resolute. No, Sarah, I want your ass or I'm going. We can still do other stuff. But either I get on a plane or I fuck your ass tonight. She put up a fight a moment longer, then nodded. Okay, okay, anything you want. Just promise you'll be gentle. I drew her in for a kiss. It started softly then got harder, our bodies pressing against each other. Let's go upstairs, I whispered, not answering her question. As I led her by the hand from the dining room to the stairs, I noticed the oversized box from their earlier gift was still in the entryway. Seeing all the loose ribbon hanging off the comically oversized box gave me an idea I paused to grab several long lengths of it before I followed Sarah up the stairs to the master bedroom. Wait, give me a minute, Sarah said, pausing me at the door. She gave me a conspiratorial smirk and closed the door, leaving me outside. I considered kicking in the door, but decided to see where this led. Instead, I pulled my phone out of my pocket to check on things at home. Dana had sent me another pair of photos. In the first one, she looked like she had stolen a uniform from Julie or Madison. She was in their cheerleading uniform, on her knees, looking up at the camera from her knees. Her full breasts were stretching the fabric of the uniform to obscenity, and her wet tongue was stuck out invitingly. You'd better be horny when you get back, she wrote. I traded Madison, I got this uniform to wear for you, and she gets you for a night. This girl is going to wear me out, I thought. I shivered in anticipation if her pattern held, then the first picture was the tame one while the next picture was the sexy one. I couldn't imagine how she'd top this. But I get you first, the caption read. Or rather, you get me. It was a picture of Dana on the bed, from behind. She was looking over her shoulder at the camera, her long blonde hair cascading down her back. Her hands were tied behind her. No, not tied, they were locked in place in a pair of black, padded leather cuffs. She was wearing a pair of fishnet stockings which made her legs look even better than usual. And then I noticed under the fishnets, there were red marks on her. I zoomed in on her ass for a closer look, something I might have done anyway, let's be honest. Her ass had writing across its glorious curves, red lipstick spelled out, Fuck me, on her left cheek, like a on the right, and whore right across the middle, with the "o" Owen, whore, made by her tight asshole. Jesus fucking Christ. I wrote her back. You are so unbelievably sexy. I'm about to finish things up here, and I think you'll be happy with where it ended up. I started thinking of what to message the twins but Dana replied before I could decide exactly what to say. Just wanted to remind you of what you were missing while away, winky face. Julie actually helped me with the photos she's quiet, but I think she's a real firecracker under the surface. Wrote Dana, When will you be back? I glanced at the door what on earth was Sarah doing in there. Whatever it was, I was glad it was taking a minute to catch up with Dana. I'm about to finish things up and then I can probably take the jet. Oh yeah, I have a jet now, back, in about an hour or two. Time zones, flight time, mid math, 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 probably back before midnight tonight. You have a jet? Wait like about to finish things up? Want to phone me in? I miss you. Now there was an idea. I called her and gave her a brief rundown on my plan, then clicked on speakerphone as I heard Sarah call me in from the other side of the door. I was surprised to see it was mostly dark inside. Sarah had set up dozens of candles but turned off all the lights. There must have been close to a hundred candles burning all around the bed, and the enormous bed was covered in rose petals. Sarah was sitting on the near edge of the bed, legs crossed, wearing a set of white lingerie. Hey, she whispered. What is all this? Candles rose petals. If I didn't know better... I might think you were attempting to be romantic. This is what I did for Steve on our wedding night, said Sarah. I wanted to do it for you. I don't want you to leave, or I want to go with you. I want to be yours. I slowly walked toward her, still holding the phone and long ribbons in my hand. I knew Dana would be tensing up at hearing Sarah say that, but she stayed silent. I cupped Sarah's chin and looked down at her as I set my phone down on the edge of the bed. I began to play with the end of one ribbon. After a moment, staring Sarah in the eyes, I leaned forward and slid the end around her neck. Yes, make me yours, Sarah said as she pulled her hair through. She adjusted the ribbon, now a noose, around her neck a little, then held the end up to me. I want to be yours. I began pulling the end of the noose, watching it slowly tighten around Sarah's neck and then pull her forward. I pulled her forward until her face was pressed against my crotch. She moaned softly and gently nuzzled my hard cock through the fabric of my pants. Prove it. Suck me, I ordered. Sarah burst into action. She quickly grabbed my pants and eagerly pushed them and my underwear off as I got rid of my shirt, then reached for my cock and began stroking her small hand up and down, getting me to full hardness. I gave another pull on the ribbon around her neck, making Sarah look up at me in surprise as she was pulled to the side. She followed where I pulled until we had traded places I sat on the edge of the bed, and she was on her knees in front of me. I saw Sarah start to say something, perhaps asking if we could get on the bed so she wouldn't hurt her knees, but I cut her off with a look. Put my cock in your mouth, Sarah. She nodded obediently, opened her jaw, and leaned forward to take me in. Her head began raising and lowering on my shaft as she worked her lips lower and lower. How is she, baby? Dana asked from the phone. Sarah was surprised and tried to yank back, but I held firm to the ribbon choker around her neck and held her in place. You're not going anywhere, slut. Keep sucking, I said. Then, to Dana, she's not bad. Sarah heard herself being damned with faint praise, looked up at me with fire in her eyes and redoubled her efforts she began working her tongue on the underside of my shaft and squeezed my shaft a little tighter as she jerked me in time with her mouth thrusts i heard a noise and glanced over to the privacy screen at the end of the room one of the panels was wiggling back and forth a little steve had been trying to get a better view through the crack and had bumped into it i shot a wink that way but between sarah's romantic lighting and him being around 20 feet away i doubted he could see much I bet she can't take you as deep as I can, can she? Asked Dana on the phone. I pulled down on Sarah's leash, making her gag as my thick mushroom head bumped against her tonsils. No, baby, I assured Dana. No one can do it like you. She's gagging and I'm still in her fucking mouth. Dana and I shared a laugh as Sarah struggled. She looked up at me with tears in her eyes. She reached out and put her hands on the back of her head. Determined to show me what she could do. She put my hands on her head, baby. What do you think I should do? Oh, I think you should make her regret it, said Dana. Her voice sounded breathier than usual. You should push your enormous, beautiful fuckstick into her throat. Make her gag, baby. Sarah moaned in agreement, and I began pulling her deeper. My mushroom head began pushing its way into her throat, bit by bit. Are you playing with yourself, baby? I asked Dana, teasingly. Yes, yeah, baby. Is that okay, sir? I felt a twitch go through Sarah's whole body as I continued pushing deeper into her throat. She had taken me all the way before for the video lessons I had filmed for Steve, but she had never really gotten used to it. Her body was trying to push me out. I looked down at Sarah and pushed another inch into her gullet. What do you think, Sarah? Is it okay if my girlfriend plays with herself, listening to me fuck your face? Sarah put her hands on my thighs and started trying to push herself off my dick. Oh, Dana, I said. Oh, did she not know you had a girlfriend? I don't think so. I let Sarah pull herself fully off, and she looked up at me in a rage. You're in a relationship? Yeah, afraid so, Dana said from the phone, her voice dripping with venom. So this romantic thing you got, this whole take me back, thing I'm afraid that's not going to happen. I smiled at Sarah and gave a light tug on her leash as Dana continued. You think you can take my man? He's mine, you fucking slut. You're just a place for him to dump his cum, you cheating whore. I stood up and gave Sarah's face a wet slap with my cock, smearing spit all over one side of her cheek. Not just a cheating whore, a pregnant cheating whore. You should be celebrating with your husband, and you're here, pretending like you aren't going to do anything I tell you to, just for a chance to come on my cock again. Sarah sputtered for words. I'm not you, treat me with some respect. I laughed, sat down on the bedside again, and gave her leash a pull. You want respect? Go find your husband and have a cuddle. You want to come again in your life, ever? Get your throat back on my cock. Thanks to the master PC, Sarah didn't really have a choice. She was mind-numbingly horny. She might have had the ability to delay things a few minutes to light some candles, but she couldn't turn me away. If I suck you, will you make me come? Dana replied before I could. Maybe. But he definitely won't make you come unless you do. So what choice do you have, whore? My man wants your throat, give it to him. Sarah reluctantly reached out with one hand. "'wrapped it around my shaft, and steered it back into her mouth. "'This time, there was no preamble, no gentle licking. "'We both knew I wanted her to take it all the way. "'Did I mention she's wearing her bridal lingerie?' "'I asked Dana. "'All white. "'For her husband.' "'Dana moaned, picturing the scene. "'I was sure she was playing with herself, now. "'Sarah guided my hands back to her head and dropped her head a little further the back of her mouth massaging the tip of my cock. Make her take you in. Punish her for how she treated you. Make her feel it, baby, said Dana. Do you think I should be gentle with her? I asked but I had a pretty good idea what Dana would say. I clenched my hands on Sarah's head as I waited for the order. Fucking ruin her, said Dana, gasping. I want you to push your whole cock into her throat. Make her gag while she takes the whole thing. I pulled Sarah down, hard. My cock head pushed past her tonsils and into her throat, and kept going. Dana kept going. Bruise her lips, baby. Fuck her face. She treated you horribly, and she deserves it. Take it all out on her. I stood up so I could fuck Sarah's throat better. I held her in place with the leash and began to thrust my hips, driving my cock in and out of her throat with every pump. Dana could hear the wet squelches through the phone. Are you fucking her face, baby? Are you driving your cock into her throat? Yeah, Dana, I'm making her take it like a whore. Dana moaned loudly. Are you gonna make yourself come, Dana? You're going to come while listening to me use this cheating, pregnant slut? Oh, God, yeah, yes, sir. Thinking about your big, hard dick in some slut's face. It makes me hot, sir. Good girl, I told Dana. I was still pounding Sarah's face. This was our last encounter, and I was no longer holding anything back. My hips pounded into her face again and again as my cock raked her throat. Her lips and nose were going to be bruised for days. Talk dirty to her, baby. Let me hear you degrade the whore. I looked at Sarah. She was doing her best to make eye contact. Her hair was flying. Spit had made a mess of her face and was dripping down her chin to her tits, still held up by her white wedding lingerie. You get you're just a place for me to come, right? I'm just using your throat to masturbate. You're a fucking cumrag, I said. Fuck, baby, cried Dana. I could tell she was right on the edge. Keep going. Put her in her place. I pulled tight on the ribbon leash, still around Sarah's throat. Her throat got even tighter around my cock as I pounded it into her, and the sickening, wet glerk sounds that escaped her throat with every thrust got even louder. Your pathetic husband is watching all of this. Did you know that, Sarah? Every time i violated you, I've taped it and shown it to him. And right now, he's watching me use your face like this, from behind the screen over there. He's a pathetic loser. I could feel I was close. There was only so long I could fuck Sarah's throat before I needed to come. Dana must have been able to hear it in my voice. You going to come too? Come with me. Come, baby. Fill up the whore's throat, make her taste you. Own her. Make her yo 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 -yo Dana came loudly over the phone. I could only imagine how sexy she must have looked. I imagined her on her stomach, one hand stretched out in front of her to hold her body up the other out of sight between her legs. I imagined her back tensing, the muscles of her legs and ass clenching and unclenching as she fucked herself, her body covered in a thin sheen of sweat. I imagined walking into the room and seeing her right there in front of me, slowly creeping up, and suddenly grabbing her by the hips to slide myself into her from behind just as she climaxed. Unconsciously, I was taking Sarah even harder as I got closer to the edge and imagined Dana. I had pulled the ribbon leash even tighter around her throat, and she was starting to turn red. One hand was clutching at her throat, the other lightly slapping at my chest. I didn't care. I kept thrusting, again and again and again, stretching Sarah's throat out with my invading cock. Fucking take it, Sarah. Get my cock wet so I can fuck your ass. Dana had come back to Earth and got back on the phone. Oh, are you going to take her ass, baby? Are you going to make Sarah your anal slut? Yeah, Dana, she's going to be my cheating, pregnant, anal whore. I punctuated every word with a thrust, pulling my cock from Sarah's throat and ramming it back in again. She continued to gurgle and choke as the wet glucks forced their way from her body. I could feel her hand still slapping weakly at my chest as I held her face against my pubes. I'm going to fucking kuhu cool him. I roared. M-M-M-P-H-P-H. She gurgled, but I didn't bother trying to decipher what she was trying to say. I let go of the ribbon and grabbed Sarah's head in both hands again. I held her all the way down on my shaft as I gave a quick spin and stepped forward. She was taken off her knees and pushed against the bed, sitting on the floor, her head tilted up. I was leaning over the bed, pinning Sarah's head in place to the corner of the bed with my body. Yes. Come in her. Make her take your cum. Baby, come in the whore. I burst. My cock began to spasm and twitch, firing my load straight down Sarah's throat. I gave another few thrusts in her as I came just enough to get some friction on the head of my dick, but not enough to pull out of her throat and give her a rest. Sarah moaned around my shaft and her hands reached around to cup my flexed ass, holding me in her. Oh, fuck, I think she just came too, I told Dana mm um, I'm not surprised. Holding your dick in my throat, feeling its power when you come it's intensely erotic, said Dana. It's a bit of a struggle, for sure, but it's also incredibly hot. Sarah moaned in agreement. I gave another few thrusts for good measure, fucking her head into the edge of the bed. Her nose was squashed flat each time, but she eagerly worked her tongue along my dick as she sucked, trying to get every drop into her greedy mouth. After a moment I slowly stood up and started to pull my dick from Sarah's mouth. She chased it as I withdrew and gave several more bobs of her head, making sure she had cleaned me up. Got it all? I asked her. She nodded, then stood up and started peeling off her underwear. I think so. And you were right I came. I came with your cock in my throat. I'm going to get a drink of water. And then you'll fuck me? I nodded as I flopped on my back on the bed and she walked toward the bathroom, her bare ass swaying in the dim candlelight. I saw she was going to go right past the privacy screen where Steve was hiding. Fuck! she cried out, jumping backward in shock. She turned back toward me. You said he was watching, but I thought that was a joke or something. Hi, Sarah. I heard Steve say quietly. You've been jerking yourself off, watching him fuck my throat? My God, Steve, that's a new low even for you. He started to try to explain himself to her, but she just walked past him and slammed the bathroom door behind her. Tough break for Steve, giggled Dana. Almost bet winning time? Yeah, girl. Two bets one incoming. Say you ever been to the Caribbean? On a private jet? Can't say that I have. I took advantage of Sarah's absence to twist the knife in Steve some. Hey Steve, still feeling good about your bet? One billion, eight to one odds, on Sarah never letting me fuck her ass? What? Holy shit, whispered Dana. Steve was silent, so I asked again. I know your pregnant wife just let me put a leash on her, tried to tell me she wanted to be with me, and then let me really rail her throat. But surely you aren't worried that means she'd let me have her tight little virgin asshole. Right, Steve? This time he responded, asking, How about we cancel the bet? I'll give you four billion dollars to cancel. I chuckled. No thanks, buddy. Let's keep with our original bet. Just remember to stay put unless I call for you. A moment later Sarah opened the bathroom door, looked at her husband in disgust, and started walking back across the floor to me on the bed. She had cleaned up her face some, but left on the ribbon choker. As she picked her way through the candles, she held out the end of the leash to me, offering herself. I reached out and took it from her, then helped her on to the bed. We lay on our stomachs, facing each other. I reached out and unhooked her bra. Are you ready to give me your ass? I asked. Sarah buried her head in the mattress and gave a yell, then looked at me again. There's nothing else you want. That's it. I stood up and grabbed two of the other lengths of ribbon. I looked at her as I gently took her hand and started tying the ribbon around her wrist. Sarah looked a little worried and confused, but didn't resist. No, Sarah. It's your choice. Either I can fuck your ass tonight, or I can leave, and you'll never come on my cock again. She just nodded. When I had finished tying her first wrist, I took the second length of ribbon and tied it to her other wrist. Get up, hands and knees. I ordered. Oh, Jesus, Sarah said as she realized what I had in mind. This is kinky. I started tying each wrist to the same side's ankle, so she was held in place, with her head in the sheets and her ass in the air. You remember our bet, Sarah? I asked. Remember my one billion dollars against all your property. The house, the jet, the yacht, your other house back in the U.S., all on whether or not your husband will come try to rescue you. She chuckled as I finished the final touches. That's the safest bet of my life. He was over there, jerking his little dick while another man fucked his pregnant wife's face. He's too pathetic to go help anyone. We'll see, I suppose, I said. I gave her bindings a quick tug to test them, then stepped behind her and squirted a bit of lube onto her asshole. I can't believe you were dumb enough to leave my man. I suppose I owe you some thanks for that, actually said Dana as I prepared Sarah. I... I was stupid, agreed Sarah. It was a bad, bad mistake. Well, now you're going to pay for it. He's going to make your ass pay for it. All those years of frustration and anger he's going to take it out on you, right now. Are you ready? I roughly stretched Sarah out a bit and applied some more lube, then began applying some to my cock. uh I don't know, Sarah whined. I don't want it, but I want his cock so badly. And if this is the price of having his dick? He has such a beautiful dick, doesn't he? Dana asked Sarah. Oh, yes it is, Sarah agreed. I smiled Dana could always play to my ego. Without going so far it felt fake. I pressed the head of my dick against Sarah's asshole, just hard enough she could feel it but didn't press into her yet. Asked me, Sarah? I ordered. What? He wants you to beg for it, whore, explained Dana. My boyfriend mine wants to hear you beg for him to fuck your ass. Sarah tried to look over her shoulder at me. She couldn't move very well, with her ankles still tied to her wrists. Then she twisted her head to look toward the phone. WH, why would I do that? I don't want him in my ass at all. I just stayed silent, my dick against her ass, letting the women talk. Because if you don't beg him for it, He's going to just leave. He'll get on the plane and come back to me, and I'll fuck and suck him until he can't stand. Dana said. Sarah moaned conflicted. You can beg for his cock and come, or he'll leave you and I'll have him until he begs me to stop, you pregnant whore. And you'll never see him or come again. I pressed a little harder. Sarah flinched. Oh God. Fuck shit, she cursed to herself. I know it's going to hurt but it's going to feel so good, too. When he has his whole cock deep in you, Em, it's like nothing else in the world. Dana moaned. His perfect, hard dick pounding your ass? Making you his? It's beautiful. Sarah was finally convinced and tried to look at me again, as Dana continued egging her on. Okay. Do it. You can do better than that, Sarah. Make it loud enough your husband can hear. Fuck. Shit. Do it. Put your dick in me. Where, Sarah? Say it. Dana continued her filthy talk, spurring Sarah on. my ass. Take my ass. Fuck me in the ass. Take it. Take me. Fuck me in my assassins. I pushed into her, making her trail off into a squeal. Yes, take her, cried Dana. Sarah moaned and bit the sheets while I grabbed both her hips and pulled her back against me. She tried to wiggle away a ridiculous proposition while she was hogtied, even if I hadn't held her. I remembered how hurt I had been to come home one day and find Sarah completely moved out, without a word, to find myself blocked on every platform. I thought about how she and Steve had stolen my life's work from me, and the dollar ten billion that should have been mine. Oh God, you're so big! Sarah screamed I barely had the head of my cock in her. I reached forward and grabbed her leash again, pulled until it went tight around her neck, and then kept pulling. That's a little tight, what are you? Wondered Sarah. Give it to her, cried Dana. I ran myself all the way into Sarah's ass in one thrust. Sarah immediately started screaming incoherently into the mattress. I pulled out of her ass and then slammed heavily into her again as I heard a faint buzzing sound begin coming through the phone. Dana? Did you get yourself a toy by chance? I teased. UNF yes. Can you hear it? Can you hear me fucking myself for you? Yeah, I can, girl. Fuck yourself while I fuck Sarah here. But you can't come until she does. Hmm? I could hear the toy click up to a higher setting. Imagining Dana on her back, her glorious tits rocking back and forth as she fucked herself while listening to me take Sarah in her tightest hole. I got even harder. The idea and image in my head dwarfed Sarah in front of me. You heard me, Dana no coming until Sarah does. Dana whined loudly, then said, Sir, that's so me in. You won't let me come? Sarah needs your help to come. You have to help her over the edge. Talk to her. Sarah had gone silent. Her head was turned to the side and her mouth was hanging open in shock as I continued slamming into her. She tried to pull her hand up but was rudely reminded it was attached to her ankle. How do you feel, Sarah? Dana asked. How does my man's thick, hard cock feel in your ass? Fuck! It's he's so big! Christ! Sarah cried out. Is he bigger than Stephen, Sarah? Goaded Dana. Am who's bigger, my man or yours? I gave Sarah another hard thrust, then held myself against her, fully inserted and began to grind my hips in a circle. I wanted to make her feel every inch of my cock stretching her out. Oh my god, yours! Your man has a real cock. Steve is tiny. It's it's barely a dick. The quiet slap-slap-slap sound from across the room had been going on so long I had forgotten about it, but it stopped here, reminding me of it. Did you hear that, Steve? Are you playing with your barely-a-dick while I take your pregnant wife? Yes, he replied. From the phone, Dana let go a loud, breathy moan again reminding me I'd rather be at home with her. It was time to put this to bed. Aren't you worried about your wife, Steve? Doesn't she seem like she's in trouble and needs your help? I taunted. She? I can't tell. At first I thought so, but now she seems to be enjoying it. I had been distracted by everything else going on. But Steve's observation brought me back to Sarah. He was right. She was letting out a pleased-sounding grunt every time I slammed home now it seemed she had finally adjusted to her reaming and was starting to enjoy it. I looked back at Steve. No, I think she's still in trouble. Maybe you should come rescue her. That would probably be good for your marriage, don't you think? He took a tentative step or two forward, still watching. I slapped Sarah's ass cheeks a few times and gave the leash a sharp tug, making her squeal and gurgle. Your wife needs you, bud. Consider this your last lesson when someone is fucking your wife in the ass. You should probably try to stop him from doing that. Be a man. He kicked off his pants and came running over. I reached over, grabbed a chunk of Sarah's hair, and gave a tug to make sure she saw him. Your husband is coming to save you, Sarah. How about that? Ugh, I don't care. Just keep fucking me. I can't believe it fuck your cock feels good. I feel so full, she cried. Steve stood at the edge of the bed, a few feet away from us, as I continued pounding Sarah. He sputtered uselessly, but neither of us paid him any attention. You gonna come for me, Sarah? Oh, Sarah, you just have to come for him. You've never felt an orgasm until this, groaned Dana. I could tell she was right on the edge she was just waiting for Sarah to come so she could. I want you to come, Sarah. I ordered, slapping her ass again. Come with my cock in your ass, you fucking slut. Sarah started moaning continuously. Dana's dirty talk was getting to her, and now that she had been stretched out, she was starting to love having me in her tightest hole. You're such a whore, Sarah. Such a naughty, wicked wife. Cheating on your husband to get tied up and fucked in the ass, said Dana. It was getting to me, too. I could feel I was about to tip over the edge. Just think you gave your last virginity to another man, while your pathetic husband just watched. You'll never be the same. For the rest of your life, you'll be the cheating slut who took it in the ass, Dana continued. moaned Sarah. I'm gonna come, Sarah, I warned. I'm going to fill your ass up with my cum, slut. I felt her ass clench around me in response. My hard cock kept sliding in and out of her, pushing past her anal ring and into her ass with every thrust. I was deeper in her than anyone had ever been before. Oh, fuck, I'm coming! Sarah cried out. I'm going to Kuam. I could hear Dana's toy get muffled and knew she must have slammed it fully into herself. She screamed into the phone as she finally had permission to come. Come, baby! Come in her ass! Fill her up! Dana encouraged me. I tugged the leash as hard as I could, choking Sarah. She would have been pulled up and her back arched if she could, but she just gurgled and strained against her restraints while I slammed my hips into her again and again. Take it, you fucking slut! Take this dick in your cheating ass! I screamed, then I buried myself in her to the root and came. My cock pulsed, firing my hot load into her, filling her up. My cock flexed and relaxed, flexed and relaxed. Oh God, I can feel your cock twitching in me. She managed to say through her tight leash. Baby? Dana's voice brought me back to earth after a moment. If you're still choking her, you should probably let up. I opened my eyes and realized her guess had been right. I was still holding Sarah tight, and her face was starting to turn red. I let go of the leash and pushed her off of my cock, stepping away as she tumbled helplessly onto her side, still bound hand and foot. I took several heavy breaths, stepped off the bed, and turned to the couple. Here's what's going to happen. You owe me your last eight billion dollars, and all your property. And for the rest of your lives, you'll only be able to come by remembering this night. I explained. I'm going to go shower and then take my jet back to the mainland. When I get back, if you're here, I'm going to have the police throw you out for trespassing. Get dressed, take your clothes but nothing else, and get the fuck out of my house. Steve had started untying Sarah, and they both looked at me in shock as I started walking to the shower. That's so soon. We need time to find a place to stay, to get new furniture dash, he protested. Sarah joined him. Her voice overlapping. Wait, don't do this, please. We can't dash. You should have thought about that before you stole from me and left me in the night. I said, then slammed the bathroom door on them. I took a long, hot shower, washing myself clean. Thinking over the events of the last few days, a big smile slowly crept across my face. It was finally done. I had backed the money I was owed with a tropical mansion for interest. I had made Sarah and Steve pay and feel some of the hurt I had felt. I didn't have Sarah back, but I didn't want her. I could have her if I wanted her, but I never wanted to see her again. All I wanted was to get back to Dana. I called her from the jet. The pilot says I'll be there in about three hours, baby. I said. I can't wait to see you again. I'll probably be asleep when you get here. But wake me up. I've missed you, she said. Emma approached with a drink and a suggestive smile, but I waved her off. Sex was the last thing on my mind at the moment, and Dana was the only girl on my mind. Sure, girl, I said. Mm-mm, and the twins texted. They have some friend Candace something? They thought you'd like to meet. Apparently, she used to be pretty straight-laced but became more of a firecracker a year or two ago. She sounds hot. I smiled. Want to come to the Caribbean? There's a mansion here with a whole lot of rooms that need christening. We could bring the twins and their friend if you want, or just do us two. Let's bring them along, but make them earn it. No free flights, giggled Dana. Sounds good, baby. I'll see you soon looks like the flight is ready, I said and hung up. It was going to be good to be home. The End